we read, you know, most of the people translate that Paroi made this decree to throw in the boys into the Nile River. Yeah, they connected because the stargazers, they saw that the one who's going to save the Jewish people is going to be smitten by the water. Really, it meant the Meimeriva later on when Moshe and Aaron, instead of talking to the stone, they hit the stone. But they didn't know exactly. They, you know, like the stargazers, they say, Chetzi, Chetzi. So they said, the Nolad Moshion shall Yisrael, the one who's going to save the Jews. But we know that he's going to be punished with the water. So that's why they said we should take all the, the babies and we throw them into the water. Okay. So the Pashat Pshat in the Pasuk is Kol Haben Hayiloit. So he calls the midwives and he says to them, he wasn't sure whether it's going to be Jewish or not Jewish. He says, Kol Haben Hayiloit. All the children that are born, the, the male, Hayyoirut Hashlechua, throw into the river. Bechol Habat Techayun, and all the daughters you should let live. And then he calls the midwives and he tells them that they were Malhavnaim and Ben And of course they didn't do Shifram Pua, Miriam and Yochevet. But what is the translation of the word Batchayena et Hayladim? So Batchayena et Hayladim means they didn't kill them. That's the simple thing. In other words, the boys, they he says you you uh what the parish said, call the children is throw into the river, and all the and all the girls to Chayun. Yeah, leave. So, the Rebbe has a little bit of a take on this. He says that what is the Nile River? The Nile River was the Avodazara from the Egypt. Why? Because we know in Egypt doesn't go any rain. There's no rain in Egypt. So how do they, Rashi brings it down in the Chumash. So how does it uh, irrigate the fields? So they have the Nile River, goes up, and it waters all the, that's how they have their food, and that's how they uh, grow things. So they believed in the nature. The Nile River was there all the time. It was consistently, it always uh, fed uh, the fields, and they didn't have to turn up to Hashem to ask for rain, for water. But in Eretz Yisrael we say, limitar hashamayim tishtamayim. That means you need it to rain. People always look up to Hashem and say, say, saying, talumatar livracha, mashiverochum We need, we know that we need to pray. What is the difference? In Egypt they believed nature. The Nile, the simple, it comes, everything comes from the nature. What they wanted to do is, and that's why it's there about the Zara. What they wanted to do is they wanted to throw in the children into their river, into their Zara. They wanted the Jewish people to also think like them, like their culture, that everything is nature, it's not really. Up to Hashem, Chaz Shalom. that's just, you know, things just happen in a plain way. But not only that, so the Rebbe Taich is v'chol habat 
Techayun does not only mean that shouldn't kill them, but you should give them life also, which means they should teach them. They should teach them the ways. Oh, it's a quick one. They should teach them the ways of the Goisha ways. They should believe. You know, Ayid goes out into the field. It says, the uh, Medrash says that you sow the ground and you say, you believe Hashem will make it grow. What do you mean? But you see the neighbor who's not Jewish. He sows the ground and it grows too. What do you mean? Hashem will make it grow. No. A Jew knows that everything that comes is from Hashem. Even what's nature, even what looks like you do the same thing as the non-Jew. But yet, the Jew is connected to Hashem. Everything comes to Hashem. All the success, all the fruits that you bear, everything comes from Hashem. The idea behind throwing in people to the culture, you know, a lot of people, when they came to the country, they came to America from Europe, people felt that they don't have a choice because the people came with nothing and they came to the country, they had to work hard. And they thought they didn't have a choice. They have to work on Shabbos, they have to, you know, even when you don't work on Shabbos, you know, some people say, you know, we have to cheat a little bit, we have to steal a little bit, we have to be dishonest, you know, we got to do, run the business like, you know, like the world goes, in nature, we got we to gotta change a little bit, you know, this is, this is, this is the way when you look around and, you know, the people came and it was a very big, and we're not saying this as a, as a criticism, we're just saying it as a fact. It was very, very hard for people to, you know, to do everything right because they, they needed their livelihood and they thought the only way to achieve it is not to follow exactly by the rules and the laws of the Torah. They didn't think that you can follow the Torah and do everything the right way and still make, but that's, that's a mistake. You know, the first thing a Jew has to know, that the first thing is his connection to Hashem. That's not something that you can give up on. I'm connected, I have to do the thing what Hashem wants me to do. I cannot try to outsmart and do better by going against what Hashem wants. Hashem's, you can't be really successful. Well, it's very hard. You know, we mentioned yesterday the expression of the Rebbe Yitzchak uh, He said, look, Hashem, the Yitzhahara and the world you put in front of my face and the Ganeidin you put in the Torah. <laughs> he says, if you would have put the Ganeidin over here and the Yitzhahara in the Torah, it would have been a lot a lot easier. It would have been uh, much easier. So, well, that's the whole idea of throwing the children into the river. When people came to America, they said, that was, a, that, that, was the, that was the prevailing idea. You have to, everybody has to go to college in order to get a degree, in order to make a good living. And 
That's the most important thing. And you must have a job, and you must, that became the essentials. And then, if you have time, okay, you go to shul, if you have time. Some people tell me that back in, 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 in Massachusetts, in the Dorchester, where the Jewish community used to be there, it was like people used to come to shul on Shabbos morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, finish the Kriya Satur and the Davnik, and then go to work. <laughs> so they, 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 they went to shul in the morning, and, you know, so they wanted, they didn't want to give up the show. They didn't want to give up the show because they were trained back, I guess there was a lot of immigrants that were back from home. They didn't want to give it up. So they went to shul and then they went to work. You know, it was just a regular day. Again, I'm not criticizing them. Of course, that's not the right thing to do. But, you know, like the Gemara says, I mentioned this, the Gemara says something very interesting. You know, some of the prophets, like Yeruvan ben Nevot and... Uh, and Achav, the Gemara says that they were they did sin and they caused sin. So one time there was a rabbi who was teaching the Novi. So the Gemara Sanhedrin. So he expressed himself sort of, oh, he says, tomorrow we're going to start talking about these like bad prophets. Like, you know, the, he talked negatively about them. So that night, uh, Yerovam came to his dream. And he said to him, well, you said uh, negative about me. You think you're a, a big chocham, you're a big rov, right? I want to ask you a question, a very simple question. He says, when you put a piece of bread into the oven and you bake the bread, where do you make the bracha on? Do you make it on the top with the crust or you make it on the bottom? Which place do you make the bracha? The rabbi said, you know, I don't know. So he says, look, you don't even know such a simple halacha, and then you speak <laughs> derogatory about, about me. He said, listen, I want to tell you something. If you would have been there at the time, the Yetzirah for Rabbi Dezara was so strong at that time, he says, you would have run, you would have rolled up your, they used to wear one garment so that you could run, you would roll up your clothes, and you would run after the Yetzirah. Basically, he's telling him, don't judge. You know, you don't know. You live in a different time, in a different era. So it's not really about judging or not, but it's just for us to remember and to stay focused, to realize really what's important should be in our lives. What's the most important things? Now, of course, we have to earn a living and we have to support our families and we have to give them a Jewish education. And you know, uh, religious life is expensive. You know, it's not uh, you know uh, not cheap. You, and uh, you know, you got to pay membership, and you got you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of things that it's not. But the first thing a yid has to remember is to be not influenced by the culture. Just because everybody says you got to go on vacation and you got to have a good time, and it's I I all about you. That doesn't mean that that's the Torah. The Torah, that's, that's the Kodesh world around you. They're, they're giving you ideas, and you think that, that you're buying in. That's the Mitzrayim. That's the Nils. That's the Nile River. They want to throw us in. The boys, the girls, they want to they teach us. They want to tell us. They want to give us. And unfortunately, you know, we live here, so we pick up a lot of the ideas. It's very difficult 
to remain. You know, like the Bardichva said, when you used to live in the little shtetl and you had the shul and the Torah right there, it would be a different story. Today we live in an open world with all the opportunities and it's uh, challenging, a lot of a lot of difficulties. So that's why we have to remember that that is Pari's decree. Pari wants to throw us in. He wants to tell us what's important in life and what we should be looking for, what we should be striving for. But we have to remember, no, 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 that's not. A Yid has a special mission. Hashem created a Yid, a Jew in this world, to be an Oyr Goyim. We have to not follow the Goyim, but we have to have the Goyim follow us. We have to lead a moral, an ethical, a good life, an honest life. We have to have everybody look at us and say, oh, look, a Yid, that's the way. And as we say, Yisimcha b'chol yivorech Yisrael, Yisimcha l'kim kefraim chimnasha, that the Jewish people stand out in their special connection to Hashem and to stay strong and know that while we're still in the Golos, spirit exile, we believe and we anticipate every moment that Mashiach will come and take us out from the Golos and bring us to the Holy Land with Mashiach Tzidkenu, the Meher of Yomenu. Amen. Okay.